0: Was he Mate. was he drunk or something? Like, did you could well, you
1: tell? Well, we don't. We think it was a stolen car. Like, that's right. all we, we, yeah, we, we weren't yeah. sure at the time, but we just thought he was a jerk, and we got in the car to chase him. Beck, we we're like, you'll we'll have to go to hospital after we catch this
2: guy. <laughs> 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 Hello and welcome along to the community notice board.
3: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes and coming of age tales. we got a very funny guest today, comedian Dan Connell. How are you, Dan?
1: G'day guys, I'm very well, thank you. Well, thanks excellent. for having me on. And you're hey, here to talk all
3: on. things Bateman's Bay.
1: Oh yeah. Canberra <laughs> by the sea or something. <laughs> Jump th- out of the bit. Yeah, well, so it's,
2: it's still it is still Bateman's Bay. Uh, unfortunately, there was a petition in 2019 to get it changed to John Bateman's Bay yeah. after the after the Raiders player, and you, you fucking better believe my signature was on that. But, uh, <laughs> no, we, we didn't win. It's plain old Bateman's.
1: And then great. he left. Any he left anyway. He huh? left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one <laughs> stellar
2: season.
0: There wasn't enough. He was a pommy, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's not enough Australian towns named after shit Poms who come <laughs> here for do a, a, a you know every town and street. I mean, the original Bateman it would have been a Pommy guy, I guess. So oh, I've, yeah, for let's sure. just replace it with him. <laughs> so Bateman's Bay is the um, uh, it's the it's the is it the holiday retreat for Canberra? Is that is that the, the I mean, drew is Queenbo and is that how you felt? they growing up. Is that sort of yeah. what it was treated as?
1: Absolutely. It's um. We're probably we probably treat Canberra more as our holiday destination though than <laughs> vice versa because yeah. I feel like we're a superior area of Australia. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it was exactly like that. I, I, we used to hate it when we were teens. Um, like guys from Canberra would come down in their Subarus with the blue number plates yeah blue number plates and you'd see that Y because all the number plates start with y and you'd see that and either let the tires down or um you just hated them they'd be they'd always be causing trouble at the pub once we turned 18. they'd come to crash parties and stuff it was just this we really grew to dislike them and then as i got older and i realized how the economy works, and that them coming down actually kept the town alive. That actually <laughs> changed, changed my whole <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, opinion.
0: Just kept the local yeah tire fitter in 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 fucking work, <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> windscreen repair fucking guy. <laughs> uh, so uh, I was looking the Bateman's Bay. I don't know if you've had that feeling growing up or or not, but the median age is like fifty-three. It's super old.
1: Yeah, did, did it's it definitely ha- a re-
0: yeah retirement sort of vibe.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's um, I think. Uh, even when i was a kid there i think the population's about 18,000 now um maybe more and it was only about seven or eight when i was kind of through my school years mm. seven or eight thousand it was all it was so many elderly people i went to a catholic school we go to church and it was just silver fox city <laughs> and then I, I guess my parents were the were odd ones out really they my dad moved there from sydney and met mum there and then they just kept us there and raised a family but um it's it's definitely still a retirement i meet people um like i i I met comedians whose parents retire there and it's it's definitely a a little hot spot because i think it's kind of the property prices are reasonable and yeah um, great fish and chips Mm. great oysters um what 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 more do you want really (laughs)
0: you um you did say this the uh silver foxes there there was a big (laughs) there was another type of fox the flying fox plague that was uh, went <laughs> yeah. absolutely mental there. I don't Did know you, if it's still going on, but, yeah, well, were you there for that? Or? Did yeah. your parents cop it?
1: Yes, my parents were right in the thick of it. They, um, right so they, in I the guano. I, say again?
2: Just what, right in the thick of it covered in guano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <Hopefully>. The, <laughs> it started, I reckon it started in, like, maybe 2007, 2008 because I remember a Christmas going home and, of an evening, they'd move from the um, they'd move. They were kind of all around the golf course and around the swamps, and they'd move from the swamp out to the botanical gardens to eat at night. And it was literally, they estimated at one point it was like seventy thousand or something. Um, and it was like the end of the world, just streams of bats going out. To the botan-
2: it reads uh, the article I read on it made it sound like that fucking Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a real life one. It's yeah. insane. That was one like thing that. Blew me like blew me away. Was in 2016, I think in April 2016, they would um because they would all fly in these mass packs and thousands and thousands of them would just hit power lines at the same time, and they <laughs> they, wiped, they wiped out power nine consecutive nights in a row. As, <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> some
1: of that some of that area doesn't have power yet, but it's, it's <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> they not power
0: in somewhere. They turned it yeah. on. Yeah, doing the as best- much
1: damage as these bloody canberrans
3: coming down <laughs> yeah. for the, weekend. Yeah, yeah.
1: the um the best bat story i could tell you is when the the bad bushfires came through uh january 2020 january 2020 through bateman's bay and mum and dad stayed at their property and fought and they shouldn't have but the, the fire got really close and that it was like seven o'clock in the morning and it was pitch black from so much smoke and they couldn't see anything and because it went dark in the town, the bats thought it was nighttime time, to move, like for them, <laughs> food. So dad was putting out spot fires. He could, he could barely see 10 meters in front of him and bats were like flying down around his head. <laughs> he, he said he was convinced it was the end of the world. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs>
2: hell.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was reading about the numbers. Uh, you said, sev- I read, it uh, peaked at up to 140,000.
1: Yeah, right. And, and
0: he, this is crazy. There was 12 bats for every person in Batemans Bay, <laughs> which was like, you've got a dozen fucking bats to jungle. Yeah. dozen and oysters, dozen bats. Here's the thing. The, the crazy thing about it was they're actually endangered. There's there was only, well, only, so there's 140 in Batemans Bay. There's only about 700,000 in Australia. So Batemans hmm. Bay has one in five fucking foxes <laughs> of this grey-haired flying fox. It's the biggest... At appropriately
3: the grey head
0: yeah yeah the grey <laughs> head grey head they just vitamins. down
2: there to have oysters retire
0: sure, it's easy life just, <laughs> made their, just made their money up the coast yeah. or whatever but they're, they're
2: all f- former aps 6s that just moved <laughs> down <laughs> Threw the lanyard out, retired <laughs> to the sea. <laughs> sure, with his these queenbirds. Well, yeah,
1: if I was a bat, that's where I'd head. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
2: they're are
0: wing, wingspan up to a meter wide. They weigh up to a kilo. you know, like little bats are like I've seen. Li- these are like little dogs, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. And there's um, and because they're in they're endangered because there's not that many of them, but they just are all in the Bateman Bay. Base, so you can't kill them. Mm. or you can't um. You needed council approval to, (laughs) like, the council have to get approval from the Australian government to even disperse them. Mm. And they had this big plan in place, and this is their approach to to try to get rid of them, was that they were going to, the approach involved smoke, noise, lights, and also spraying trees with deterrence and using giant inflatable tube men. (laughs) So they they had, literally it said they used the car yard guys (laughs) like this to get scared those bats aren't going anywhere, you know? Like, you need <laughs> the a one, fucking. Yeah. The,
2: the one out of that plan I loved was the loud sounds because they specifically, like, a lot of people were complaining that from the bat noise, they were just losing sleep and it was giving them, like, all the, you know, depression and all mm. sorts of uh, issues. And so they're like, They're like, hey, these fucking bats, man, I can't sleep. And the council's like, well, I've got uh, the solution for you. We're going (laughs) to blast some of the loudest noises you've ever heard at 4.30 in the morning. I like the
3: idea that before you mentioned the wacky inflatable tube, man, the solution to getting rid of the bats sounds suspiciously like causing a lot of bushfires to get rid of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, darkness, bad conditions. We got to get rid of them. Funny you
1: say that. Before those fires, this is probably 10 10 years ago dad had an idea that he was going to go down because they live on the back of the golf course where the swamps are and across and it just stinks in summertime when they're there and he was going to go down and light the grass that bunch to move on so he wasn't getting the stench in the afternoon
0: yeah that, that i think a few people have uh have tried to do that but yeah because they're they're just they're clever, these bats. They've got good connections in government because then <laughs> you're not allowed to fucking hit them with a broom. Yeah, know, they're fuck made, you. men. Yeah, so fuck. But yeah, hundreds of thousands of them, but fucking... And you mentioned the fires. I don't know. You assume uh, everything was all right, like, at the end with you, the, They stayed and fought and saved the house, I guess. They, they did.
1: did. Yeah, they saved the place, but, like, a couple, maybe 400 metres across the ridge got cleaned up. Um, Two, two places got burned down. So, yeah, they, I think they said if they had their chance time again they wouldn't have stayed I think they were quite shit scared by the whole experience it's the sort of thing that
0: I can see my that like I can see myself and everyone be like no I'm going to stay and fight and then as soon as you see a wall of fire like what the fuck am I Doing, you know, <laughs> yeah. like with a garden hose, just like, all right, this will, you know, yeah. it's it's sort of the thing. I I don't think anyone stays and fights and then is like glad they did, even oh, if yeah. they fucking even Me if, and yeah. Drew
3: as soon as like we're like, It's too hot to sleep,
2: let's go <laughs> 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 Oh man, I got a thirty five degree day. I'm going to a hotel with air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. I was um, convinced
1: they um because they stayed and defended, and the other option was packing the car up. And I know Dad hates packing the car up, for me. <laughs> and he was like, "Fuck it, I'll just burn if I have to." <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs>
0: I did read some um, uh, article about uh, there's there's a there's a private zoo not far from Batemans Bay. Um, oh yeah, there was a really, um, What's it called? I don't, Mogo Zoo. Yeah, that's it, Mogo Zoo. And they had a massive, really interesting article about they they. they They have rhinoceroses and shit It's not some bullshit like lizard zoo You know Mm. where I'm from Some lady got
2: gored by a rhino there A couple years ago Mm. Had to get airlifted to Canberra hospital
0: Jesus Christ Drew thanks for that (laughs) uh, (laughs) That's a heartwarming story By the way she died Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But they couldn't (laughs) They couldn't make it they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't pack the fucking rhinos in the car, so they had to um, stay and fight. <laughs> and they were just fighting off. All, and yeah, some lady was like, I, "I was panicked. I packed my own house." And she's like, "I packed the photos," and she packed the <laughs> she packed the iron. And she sure reckon no one at works let me live it down since. So she got the <laughs> old like sunbeam iron and put it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, oh, you got the crisp clothes, you know, you don't <laughs> want to be out there with wrinkly clothes during the fire. <laughs> well, I don't know what you fucking oh, pack, man. so I, I don't blame your dad not wanting uh, to do that shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, I have another animal-related thing I found, and this is this is a bit of a throwback, and you know, certainly way before your time, Dan. But I wanted to know if you'd ever heard anything about. The um, infamous whalebone seat that was on one of the beaches down in Batemans Bay in the right up into the sixties.
1: No, that doesn't. Uh, I've read a book about Batemans Bay, but I never come across the whalebone seat. Um, <laughs> what? 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 If, yeah, mean, no, was. Um, what was that? What sort of whale are we talking? Must well,
2: um, I think it was said it was like a, a white whale, and it was its jawbone yeah. that had washed up. And there's a pretty cool photo. It's like a whole family. It's you know the size of a picnic bench. so It's massive, and it and it's just there right at the beach and they've parked the car up behind it and they're all uh they're all sat there on there but apparently this was all from the same whale and there were like years and years where it had vertebrae around like washed up on the beach and people would use that as like seats when they're having a campfire and just all there were parts apparently part of this whale one of its bones had gone to birdland to be put on display Ah, and it kind of what beach
1: did it, or did it say? Which beach? It,
2: it did. It? I'd have to. will have to look it up. But what happened? The, like the way this whale got there was um, this bloke basically went to investigate. I think he's like a local historian. He went to investigate uh, Long Beach,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and um, he figured out that what had happened was in World War Two, uh, the Navy guys were posted up on the yeah. beach and they spotted a U.S. warship and it was on fire and it was sinking. And they radioed in and said, don't worry, boys, you know we've got you, there's submarine activity. And they went and fucking bombed a whale. And they <laughs> thought it was a Japanese sub. Oh my God. <laughs> so they were oh like, hey, we, we avenged you fellas. And then this poor whale washed up a couple of days later. <laughs> <laughs> they just were like, fuck it, use it, you know, use every inch of the animal.
0: Yeah.
1: that is I, I can't believe i've never heard that story before that's a yeah great yeah it's i say story. you get
0: around the endangered species <laughs> laws yeah. you just, oh, it looks like some sort of <laughs> chinese helicopter <laughs> eighty thousand of them get them uh, the the well but i um i uh had one other thing about i guess animals in bateman's bay i don't know if you guys know this but bateman's bay is the location of the first recorded sighting yeah, by a European of the infamous Yowie.
1: Ah. So, I've heard of, yeah, I've heard of Yowie stories and around the Clyde Mountain, I've heard of different um, uh, Yowie and Bigfoot style mm, stories growing uh, up.
0: I think there must be some just psychological thing about humans that
2: you just invent. Yeah. You just see shadows and, oh, that's obviously some sort of Bigfoot thing. But, but, um, did you know anyone in particular that was like, I saw? I, I, you know, well, I clapped eyes on this thing.
1: Not so. It was always a myth when you'd go camping up in around the Clyde when I was a kid that there was Yowie or Bigfoot. But uh, we, a guy you'd know, uh, Andrew, the um, Hamish Hudson. Remember? Yeah, yeah, Hamish from, Yeah. So he, uh, this is a guy, a comedian from Canberra. He used his family used to own a property on top of the Clyde Mountain, basically, just this paradise beautiful, hidden, middle-of-nowhere little uh, property. And when he was, like, 20, he would go up. On the, so the Clyde at night is busy with Canberra coming down for the weekend. And he'd go up. There's no one, no one else around. You wouldn't even know there's a house there because it's just highway and bush. And he, he would go up and find roadkill and take his shirt off and just have undies on and cover himself in, like, mud. And he'd get down over the roadkill and, like, pretend to be eating it. <laughs> and when they pull up, and like spotlight, he'd scurry back into the bush. And yeah, just oh. such good, yeah, quality stuff. So when he said, was probably the cause great. of a lot yeah. of
0: the... When I said there's something about the human psychology about, yeah, it's that. It's There's one in 10,000 people who's a psycho who will dress up like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Just That's so good. One, but, one, one yeah. thing
2: that is on the confirmed on the Clyde Mountain that um, I know that Dan will absolutely know, but I wanted to see if you guys had either heard of uh, the Winnie the Pooh corner, Pooh's corner.
1: I hadn't. No, I no. saw
0: it sort kind of come up in the research, and I, I didn't look into it because I think you said something about it. But yeah, no, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, well, could be
1: Australia-wide like, Pooh's corner, to be honest. Uh, I thought thought was living under a rock,
0: no. (laughs) too busy on the side of the road covering myself in (laughs) roadkill. Jamie's covering himself
2: in honey. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're talking. (laughs) I get a little bit funny (laughs) when I'm around my honey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I loved it as a kid. I was like, always made mum stop, check it out. And for for, you guys, it's just a corner right at the start of the hill as you're going down the highway. And... In the, I looked it up. It was in the seventies. As a couple mm. of um, potato farmers, David and Barbara Carter, basically wanted something. They were driving back and forth between their home, I think like Crookwell or somewhere, to the bay, and they just wanted something to entertain their kids. And they loved. They were teachers, I think, as well, like retired teachers, and they just loved Winnie the Pooh. And so they mm. were like, "We'll set this." Like they made a little sign and set it up and said, "Like that's where Winnie the Pooh lives." and people just loved it so much that the council eventually were like fuck yeah like we'll make it official they sent him a sign that was like tamper proof because it always got (laughs) um, vandalized don't
0: check with the estate of christopher milne or anything let's just assume that's (laughs) where it lives but it rules
2: like when i was a kid i only ever remember seeing like the bears there but as an adult i've driven past and people leave like they leave winnie the pooh six packs of beer uh Mm. like little things of honey i've seen like like that, honey Jack Daniels that you can buy, they've like yeah. merged them both into one. And um, it was, I found when I was looking through, I found uh, two interesting things. One was that someone, like, this is pre recent fires, I think it's about 2017, someone went up there and just like incinerated mm-hmm. all the bears that were there, and it was like yeah. this big fucking scandal, <laughs> um, you know, trying to get to the bottom of this. And I found a Canberra Times article was posted in like a local Batemans Bay Facebook group. Um, then the, the headlines, who burnt the bears at Pooh's Corner? And it's basically, it's just like a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a who done whodunit. Uh, but then someone stepped in, V's come in, first comment on the article, top comment. Uh, she's just written, it's an unfortunate and senseless act. However, I agree it become an eyesore with lots of unpoo like bears. <laughs> Did- Disney's Pooh Bear looks nothing like the original.
4: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> okay. I got eyes v. on V
2: for
0: doing this. He's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> got one solution to any problem. That you got a flamethrower
3: like that? The Pooh's corner sign, though. I mean, every teenager is gonna want a piece of that, right? Like <laughs> Like, that's Absolutely. like having a town, like, called Farking or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine, like, imagine your first share house and some bloke comes home and goes, we're putting this above the toilet and it says Pooh's Corner. <laughs> the guy would be a legend. Um,
1: um, I'm actually quite close to Pooh Bear's Corner because my dad works for the council and he's put those signs in and replaced signs and cleaned it up for 35 years since he's oh, worked shoot. on the council. He's... A very staunch Pooh Bear supporter. Oh, <laughs>
3: that kind have you ever asked uh, if he can make you a copy or one?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is He ever
3: is he ever know,
2: pinched the the booze people leave? You're just like, that's yeah. Fucking... I think it's
1: come it just comes and goes, and a lot of I think a lot of the council workers grab it as well when they're up there. Um, the hole that it's the hole that's there in the that was an ammunition store. I know that for the World World War. II yeah. Or yeah, So wow, that was really? what that the was whole, the
2: other thing I was going to um yeah. bring up. That basically. It was there filled with explosives and the plan was if the Japanese invaded the South Coast, which it sounds like they almost did, <laughs> uh, it was, they were just going to bomb it so they couldn't come over the mountain, Yeah, um, which is fucking insane. So much yeah. World War II action, I wasn't expecting when I started doing research yeah. for this episode. Well, we
1: we would have we rather the Japanese than Canberrans, to be honest. will <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squeeze from both sides and you're like, Fuck, <laughs> I don't know, let's just blow us
0: up. He's <laughs> onto
1: something. So you read a whole book about Bateman's Bay.
0: Was yeah, that
1: it's just, great. It's you know? um, my nan. Uh, she was on the C in the CWA and into all that historical society stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They put a book together, and it's it's great. It's just about how it was. Yeah, Bateman when he first came to town.
3: What's the uh, what's the what's the piece of trivia you drop about Bateman's Bay that you've learned from the book? If anyone's like, all right,
1: um, th- there's a there's the main the main thing is. Sent it around a jewfish that was caught there. <laughs> it's, okay, it's like the bigger. It's It's on the front cover of the book, and it's um, it, that's one of the my claims to fame for Batemans Bay is uh, probably world's biggest jewfish. <laughs> that's um,
0: a leading on the cover. I'm assuming that it's going to yeah. be the big star of the <laughs> fucking book. <board. laughs> you know what I mean? Front <laughs> cover of oh, fucking fish. Yeah. That's great.
2: I, um, Imagine getting that for your Tinder profile Holding up that bad boy <laughs> <laughs> the amount of matches you'd be getting
0: <laughs> um, Did you um, Batemans Bay is, is Like obviously the main sort of town But there's also other little Spots in it, like Nelligan And yeah. you know are they all sort of Considered do you consider that same Area or is it a rival thing
1: Yeah Nelligan's too, Pretty small like I, I had a lot of mates That lived at Nelligan and yeah, um, the, the I think you need a sporting team to be able to form that rivalry. Right. So mm. Babins Bay and Nelligan, sweet, we're good mates. Yeah. Um, Maybe Durris, not Maruya. Daris is good mates. Mogo, good mates. But once outside of that, yeah, when you're getting down to Maruya 20 minutes away or Ulladulla North, that's when the rivalries start right. kicking in. yeah. yeah. Maruya
2: Mar- yeah. was Mar- where I pretty much spent most of life. We went down the coast was to go to Maria because all Good, my cousins there. Good, Stay there too. Don't come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mate, go to Sharkers. How,
1: how could you drive through Bateman's Bay to go to Maria? That is unbelievable. <laughs> <That's>
2: sick,
0: baby. <laughs> I, uh, I ask about Nelligan because uh, uh, during the fires, there was a very infamous yes. uh, short-term celebrity from Nelligan, which um, you probably know, Dan, but I'll show the boys. This is uh, in the news, this is just as the fires are going crazy in sort of early 2020.
4: You from the media, tell the Prime Minister to go and get from Nelligan. We really enjoy doing this you head.
0: You so he's, well. he's a volunteer firefighter. He's absolutely going off his nut. He's, he's very exhausted. Uh, I've lost seven houses already in Nelligan. I'm not going to
1: lose any more, you head.
0: And he's really giving it to ScoMo. I asked put
1: him to come and meet me. Paul Parker from Nelligan.
0: meet you any day, pal. <laughs> this guy so, rocks. Yes. Yeah, yeah that so rules. that's so that's Paul Parker from Nelligan, Uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Scomer any time you want to dust up with him, which I wouldn't take up. But uh, yeah, he was uh, obviously pretty emotional, and and there was a lot of like the whole Scomer. That was when Skoma went overseas and went on a holiday and all that sort of shit. And uh, yeah, he was, lo- he was a he was a he was on the panel. He was a huge celebrity mm-hmm. for a while.
1: Yeah, I think um, he lost his job too yeah, after that. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, He's
0: unfortunate. Was, there was some weird thing about, um, I think he got fired from the volunteer service. I don't know if they they just sort of went, you're a volunteer, like, you you know, mm. this is bad or whatever. But, he, uh, you know, people say you'll never pay for an, or a beer in your your life, you know, yeah. They're sort of like, like he goes to the uh, Steam Packet Hotel is his yeah. local pub. I don't know if you've ever been there, Dan. Oh, but yeah. The, the Steam Packet. And not only was he not paying for a beer, at the Steam Packet from locals, people were calling up from all over Australia and donating money to the pub to buy him a beer. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, yeah. awesome. They got like five, six hundred bucks from people who were just calling up. There was no very, not even a like GoFundMe sort of. There wasn't even a push. People were just like, "Are you? Is this a Steam Packet? Is Paul there?" One hundred fifty bucks. I'm sending it to you, <laughs> but and he just drank for free and for ages. So fuck, yes. Fuck. So I don't know what Nelligan or the Steam Packet's is like, but uh, I don't know how far five hundred bucks goes, but. I'm I Steampack, like it's good. Yeah, yeah, I've been
1: to quite a few birthday parties there over there. It's a really nice little pub. Yeah, in As soon as and you come into um, into on the right there,
0: it's a good community feel. I suppose that's sort of what I guess probably what because you know, a volunteer firefighter, he he said he lost eight houses. Mm. He probably knows everyone who's lost those exactly. houses. So yeah. I feel yeah. like that's sort of charging. But that those little small towns around there would mm. is that the sort of vibe those
1: areas yeah. yeah 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 everybody yeah it's definitely all, all together but i i'd take my hat off to him because he he clearly had smoke inhalation and he was still and he was on the ground laying down and still able to give both barrels to <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that is excellent stuff but yeah <laughs> i can totally see why people would have got around him i i i i don't know if he's lived there all his life but i've never come across paul parker but um <laughs> should ask my old man he could have used him that day <laughs> when the bats were nearly hitting him in the head <laughs> yeah
0: well he's an air he's a his real job because that's volunteer his real job is he installs air conditioners so he really was not in his element putting out fires you know he's <laughs> <laughs> kind of, really from the fucking you know what, what a battler Paul parker yeah um
2: <laughs> a bloke who didn't grow up there but had a bit of a holiday house there i don't know if you guys found this um close closer to maria but down still in that area there was a holiday house owned by flea from the Mm. red hot chili peppers oh still Um, is really i thought he sold it
1: no i um you know nick rosteski don't oh
2: i'm about to bring him up yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i'm
1: sure last time i spoke to him he'd been down there or something last time yeah
2: well he so this this guy is um he does a raiders podcast you can look him up raiders nick and he um massive two things massive biggest red hot chili peppers fan i've ever met <laughs> yeah. and biggest raiders fan i've ever met <laughs> and he um he used to live next door to my best mate that's how I, that's how i know him but there was always a story when we were young from him because he, he was probably four or five years older than us uh and he loved the chili pepper so much that he went down and found where flea's house was and he was mm. like i've got to get like a souvenir i've got to get something from, from <laughs> i love like i love this band so much and he and he jumped the fence and looked around and couldn't find anything. So, he got a clothes peg from the
4: clothes. <laughs> 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 he had a shrine
2: to this clothes peg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when I was looking this up, um, just compl- I wasn't even looking up Nick or anyone. I was just going to tell that story. And then I find an article in the Sydney Morning Herald. Basically, the chili peppers came and they all stayed there a couple of years ago. Um, I think in 2013 and nick i think somehow through that he was working media for the raiders then i think and he copped an invite so he got to go meet his fans yeah, yeah like his, his his favorite band and it's like photo great photo of him with flea um but this little exchange fucking cracked me up because basically um nick goes i'm a tragic chili peppers fan and it was awesome when my friend invited me down i just wanted a jersey to give to flea as a present and he's into his sport uh flea's a massive LA." Lakers fan, and so I asked if you he heard of Rugby League. He said he knew a little bit about it, but not too much. I said the Raiders are a favorite team of mine from the captain Terry Campese. And to help you <laughs> understand, I said Campese is to the Raiders what Kobe Bryant is to the Lakers. I imaginative. say it's so funny. Oh, yeah. man,
1: I think he, the connection he has to him, I'm pretty sure he's good mates with Flea's older daughter now. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and that's how he get because he when they toured last, he gets side stage and everything. Now he's right in there. Oh um, man, Jesus his, yeah. he works for they the find out that he
0: stole fucking
2: clothes <laughs> from the house or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and he's really fucking five hundred meters away, forward order. <laughs> that's is so that rude, dumb. man. Because like he's fallen ass backwards into two of his favorite things. Because he like does media for the Raiders. Yeah, he's just working at the radio, and yeah. then he loves the band and. Gets it like a side in through the door. <laughs> so because I
0: know Flea was born in Australia, right? Like, yeah, in that's Melbourne. It. But did, didn't he leave when he was like two? I didn't know yeah. he still. So he just bought a holiday house because he,
1: I think, t- like yeah, ten or eleven, I think, from memory. Oh, yeah, okay. I um, so he I had he just more was, of a, just a beautiful yeah. area, and, and his just like... his grandparents lived in Cabar,ga, Bermagui. Right. And I okay. think he, he knew that yeah that area paradise know, as they call it.
2: And you, you used to have a radio show with Nick Rostesky yourself, didn't you? you yeah, uh, I did a Friday QBN night FM. sports
1: show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in two thousand and nine. Yeah. Well, legit or like community Community you know? Radio, which I doubt anyone but our parents listened to. <laughs> to <be honest. laughs> it was it was actually it was Queen
2: BNFM, wasn't
1: it? It was Queen BNFM, FM, yeah. Oh which, mate. James James Buckley. Did you ever come across Jimmy Buckley?
2: He was in the year I was in his sister's year at school, he was in two years above me.
1: There you go. Mate, um,
2: this is now just that, a really you know, catch-up. Na- say again? This is just a great catch-up. <laughs> <show. laughs>
1: um, Nicole Kidman had a holiday house at Rosedale for quite a while as well.
2: Oh, right. That's a pretty good, that's just out of, t- out a, of town. Good probably got a, she'd
0: probably have a different type of clothes pack, you know? She wouldn't have the spring <laughs> ones. She's just the, you know, the, the plastic leverage ones. But
2: it, yeah. I believe um, another celebrity that uh, Jamie's dug up from down around that way, um, this time actually someone who grew up there.
3: Yeah, uh, Crystal Forskett, otherwise known as (laughs) Crystal from Big Brother, or if you you ever read a Ralph FHM or Zoo Weekly,
2: (laughs) Crystal's been on them, baby. A Uh, lot of pages stuck together with Crystal. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So haven't we talked? Didn't she grow up in another town, or is this?
2: No, we've talked Better about before. someone else from Big Brother who's been on Zoo and Ralph there were probably and stuff. eighteen crystals over the seasons of Big oh, Brother. Big Brother. <laughs> well, Crystal in, him, um, well, Crystal was in
3: Crystal apparently was in Batemans Bay from year eight, and they mm-hmm. appeared on Big Brother season six. I don't know if you remember them going in or paid attention to Big Brother at the time, but the hook when they entered was they were part of Crystal and her mother were a secret relationship. So they had to go in and fool everyone else that they weren't mother and daughter and pretend that they didn't know each other. Right. And so all the media discourse was about... Because this uh, Crystal's mom, Karen, had had Crystal when she was 16. So they still looked quite similar. And so mm. all the media coverage was about how it was two hot young chicks with breast implants. <laughs> and it was just like everywhere. Like even like mainstream... Metropolitan Newspapers Just like uh, Big titties Hell yeah Brother <laughs> <laughs> Queen, Queen
0: FM, Or just like Big <laughs> yeah, tits exactly. On TV and, you, uh, um,
3: Yeah It was I mean it was a big year For Big Brother In general It was the year that uh, The uncut version Got axed After the Infamous Turkey slapping Incident <laughs> yes. uh, That That now i I flew too close to the sun yeah uh, (laughs) so those people who really got a hard on for staying up late and seeing people enter the showers (laughs) did not get much more out of it Crystal had a little moment after big brother she obviously was in ralph fhm zoo weekly she also after she was in zoo weekly someone from electronic arts saw her in that zoo weekly and was like we're gonna put her in the next need for speed game So in Need for Speed Pro Street, she's a non-speaking character, and there's like a great interview with like a video game magazine from around that time where she's like, "Yeah, I was in little skits, and they're And 'And what'd you do?'" And she was like, "Well, I didn't really speak, but it's pretty funny, and you can get an insight into my character. (laughs) It made me bounce up and down a lot. Yeah, Yeah.
0: like a non-speaking role in a video game is." Community radio, like they're, they're, you know, <laughs> yeah, she's waved really not the flag much. at the start
3: of the race. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, polygons, you're so not even tries, doing yeah. It, but uh, she's changed a bit now. She's uh, she got married. She removed the famous breast implant. She converted to Christianity, and yeah. now uh, oh. she lives in uh, with her husband. She and three retired children. back in
0: baby's <laughs> Bay, <Spain>. did she? <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's got like a f-
3: big following. The last time she was in the news was because she fled Sydney to escape the lockdown to go live on a farm in Jeringong. Yeah. And she got away with it she's, by just being like, well, I, I kind of spend time between the two places.
1: She's got a really big following online. And yeah, she's had a few kids and her husband is quite a successful designer builder as well. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 as I had close connection to Poo, Poo Corner, I had a lot to do with Crystal as well. Um, two of my good mates dated her through high school. She was two, two years below me at school. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, nice. I, I, I used to... We used to go to the gym. I used to drop her off after the gym. Uh, <laughs> I knew Crystal quite well. <laughs> um, New small town, quite well. Yeah.
2: Knew her mum even better. Yeah. You know
1: I mean? <laughs> <laughs> her mum used to go to the gym as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, uh, yeah. I reckon year eight would have been right. It, it was huge. In the town, it was massive news when it happened. It was so, such big news. She was going out with a guy called Luke. I won't say his surname, but um, they'd been dating for a little while. And then she just broke up with him and moved to Sydney and everybody was like, oh, that was weird. And then the Sunday night after that, she walks out on Big Brother. Um, <laughs> so you couldn't oh, say man. anything. You couldn't Obviously, part of the contract was you couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was right. massive. Once she, When she was on there, it was you've never seen a town of Buzz so much. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid fuck of the two fish off the, the book. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so
0: yeah.
3: Fuck that <laughs> two fish crystal. She, she was quite yeah. popular. She finished in six, yeah. I think, looking yeah, it up. Like yeah, she yeah. got she quite mad. far yeah. into it. It's yeah, like
2: was... you got Newcastle in 1997 and you got Batemans Bay in yeah, 2006. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, Biggest um, celebrations.
1: Yeah. No one gets over. Wow. Yeah, she's a good, good egg, Crystal. Always got along well with her. Yeah. yeah. That's she, crazy. Um...
2: That's the ultimate, like, small-ish town thing to happen. Yeah, is yeah. Like...
1: all our formal photos, she's in all of them because she was going out with a friend of mine at the time. And she she used to have the best house parties. They're, they're her parents used to let her have house parties in Catalina and they were off the charts. Yeah. I assume her
0: mum was yeah. a bit of a young mum, cool, oh. like let's fucking go on Big Brother together, let's have a big party. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sure she's yeah. going to let it sort of, loose.
3: You know the archetype of, <laughs> you know the <laughs> yeah. mum stereotype, she just wants to go on Big Brother with you. <laughs> she's <laughs> a cool <laughs> young.
0: Fucking implants and throw party. <laughs> so was it a, I mean, small town, is it a, is it one of those towns where as a kid you're trying to get, you can't get into trouble, so you're just drinking a lot of the park, or you sort of behave in yourself? Like, what were you, were you getting up to much when you are sort of 16, 17, 18?
1: Yeah, it's like, it's very sport, or well, for me it was very sport orientated, it was a lot of, a lot of my life was about rugby league, and then cricket in summer, and golf, and um, so playing a lot of sports, just doing whatever you could there. Mm. What 16 17, it's all house parties, or it's all property like people whoever's got the biggest property. Yeah, most weekends there's house parties. Um, I was gambling a lot, so I was tall from a young age, so I was putting bets on when I was 16. So it was a lot of time sneaking in the tab and putting a few bets on as well. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, once sort of turned 18, yeah. It, it, it it's kind of it had a it had a reasonable nightlife. I don't know what it's like now, but um, I don't know if Andrew ever came down to go out. But the Bayview and the Mariners were the big pubs uh, we, at the time.
2: We always go to I think the Catalina Club, it's called, yeah, or yeah. the Soldiers Club, like yeah. Anyway, so that, on the south coast now, like with my family, it's whatever the local club is. That's where we go. Yeah. My fucking uncle will park himself with the TAB. <laughs> Nan, and, Nan and Stanley will fucking, you know, wander on into the pokies room and <laughs> that's it. Living that's the, the dream, party. Yeah.
1: But tr- trouble-wise, I didn't, I, I um, just like no, nothing too major. I I got, had to go to the cop shop once for prank calling a guy that I went to school with. I just <laughs> left like several messages on his Answering machine, and his mum flipped out and um, <laughs> <laughs> called my dad, and I had, to, I had to go into the police station and answer some questions. That oh, was they scary. dragged you down there. That's oh, far out. Yeah, at sixteen, and and just, just like general shenanigans. But did, um, there was
2: there was a story that I wanted you to tell. I don't know if you if you remember that the the car oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that was this around.
1: Few- that was around like when uh, Crystal was around quite a bit around party time. Um, we, yeah, it was just, I went with, to a party with a bunch of friends at Malur Bay Surf Club. I don't know if you've been out there before, Andrew, but nice part of the world. I don't think so. And uh, that's where a lot of people see whales from Malur Bay, actually. Blow them the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Take your missile launcher out and just yeah. have at it. And um, I just went, went out there with four mates, and we we're on the way out near Lily and we found a guy that had crashed his car. It was probably like eleven o'clock at night, so there's not much on the, not much traffic around at those times. And he'd kind of just flipped it around uh, into like an embankment, basically, and he was clearly stuck, and he looked quite distressed. So we got out and helped him, and um, he didn't really say much. But my friends Beck and Kieran got on the boot. We put all this shit under the back tire that was off the ground and so you get some traction they sat on the boots to push it down and he took off and he took off with both of them on the back he didn't stop and we're like screaming at him to stop he's just getting 40 50 k's and we're just like jump jump they both jumped and beck's arm was just she clearly broke her arm like oh my god halfway up her arm just snapped Brilliant. um fuck. just scream screaming we're like fuck that guy like <laughs> was he it was, was mate, he
0: drunk or something like did you could well, you tell we don't
1: We'd think it was a stolen car. Like, that's right. all we, we, yeah. we weren't sure at the time, but we just thought he was a jerk and we got in the car to chase him. Beck, we were like, you'll have to go to hospital after we catch this guy. <laughs> 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 and, um, we couldn't find him. and We went to the party and Beck's friends took her to hospital <laughs> and sort of told people at the party what had happened and it got to like probably 2 in the morning and we were cruising back through Lillipilly right near where it happened and the car was parked on the side of the cliff. So it's like... It's a sort of a hill, so it's hill uh, road and then drops down to the ocean. Probably uh, maybe like eighty meters, I reckon. Like it's a bit of a like a, a bit of a drop. Maybe not eighty, maybe more like forty. Uh, but it's a long way down. You wouldn't want to fall off there. Yeah. And um, we sort of looked in the car, couldn't see anything in there. It was quite dark. In saying that, and then we got in the car. My mate James and his dad's four wheel drive just slowly pushed forward and pushed into the side of the car. We heard it all crumpling, and we're like, "Fuck, what are you doing?" And he just pushed it off <laughs> yeah, um, yeah and we were like fuck like thought this is the end of the world and as it sort of tumbled down the hill you could just see it in the in the moonlight going down into the ocean
2: um, oh my, God. my
1: friend kieran in the back was just like are you absolutely sure there was no one in that car? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and we shit. weren't. Like, we really weren't. Like, I looked, I kind of looked in the back, but I didn't light it up or anything. Um, oh, fuck. So, we went home and I was I was sure I was going to end up back at the cop shop again. I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember ever doing anything bad when you were a kid, but just how much you think about it. And Oh, you're not sleeping that night. No. no. Hell. It wasn't until maybe the Wednesday after that we read that the, the car had been stolen in the paper and um yeah and so we pushed some poor blokes <laughs> so you're
0: not even getting <laughs> back at the guy you know really you're almost
1: re- absolving him of any crime your fingerprints <laughs> yeah. are gone you know there's no <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh that's yeah. just yeah. So uh, the mate had pushed it they drove it so there was no teasing of doing that he just did it he nah, just he,
1: he was definitely um, the maddest snaking out <laughs> crazy yeah you'd fucking yeah. hope so as well <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah he's
2: medium among all of us yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
2: insane oh, Man, yeah. And i'd love if there's just like a local detective down there who's fancies himself a bit of a fucking stabler or someone <laughs> dragging you in every other week like he just he's got got a thing for you now <laughs> yeah <laughs> mr connell
0: you <sighs> he's got prize as well he's been prank calling his mates you know it's a, <laughs> a long rap sheet you've got did you just <laughs> kind
3: of end up keeping that secret between yourselves or after yeah. a while did it kind of get around town a little bit
1: i reckon we we I, I don't think we would have spoken about it outside the four of us for oh, at least five years, I reckon it never got oh, mentioned. Yeah, and, and I, I actually told it in a festival show a couple of years ago, and had to get the all clear. But we're pretty sure now that it would be fine. But <laughs> yeah. Do my time if I have to. <laughs> it's like, it's you've already it's, done um, five years of the sentence. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's basically I know what you did last summer without the fucking guy <laughs> coming back and hooking yeah. you all.
0: <laughs> yeah, someone scuba dives down there The boot pops open There was someone in there the whole time <laughs> <laughs> That guy stole a car, murdered him, you know Jeez.
1: <laughs> All uh, those thoughts went through my head so. <laughs> Fuck, know.
3: that'd be crazy I, I was just picturing like the party all finding out And then like years later You're sitting down, you're on Network 10, Big Brother And then Crystal's in there being like So my mate's right <laughs> 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 yeah. They got a <laughs> car yeah. once And you're just like, fuck <laughs> Oh.
2: Uh, you mentioned that um like house parties down the way i like pretty awesome and from the few that i went to through our high school i'd go to a couple of cousins house parties it was always a great time
1: mm-hmm. and
2: i remember once just just popped into my head then a uh, new year's eve i was probably 19 18 or 19 and one of our mates is like come down the coast uh, my girlfriend's parents have a house in Browley. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have the sickest party. Like it's, yeah. man, you, you're not gonna wanna miss this. Mm. Me and two of my mates jump in his car and we drove down from Queen Queanbeyan and we're, the two who aren't driving, we're sinking pissed the whole drive down. So like we're already getting rowdy, like, man, this is gonna be the best time. And we rock up expecting like a, an American house party, like the red cups <laughs> everywhere, the fucking DJ, mm-hmm. the big mansion. Mm-hmm. And we rock up, and it's the bloke who invited us. It's his girlfriend's parents' place, as as mentioned up top. What he didn't mention was that the whole family's there. Oh no! And they're they're just having a nice dinner. Oh. <laughs> like, fuck. like we got there, and we could we we walked in and looked at him, and he gave us that like the sheepish look, like I know, like I've been caught, like you know, I, I fucking I've sent you up the wrong barking up the wrong tree here. Did we
1: say it to be cool and? Didn't think you'd come down, is that what?
2: I think he just wanted us to come down because he thought it would be funner with us there <laughs> right. instead of just him having a boring New Year's with his girlfriend's folks. And oh, it's New so Year's Eve as well. fucking. Hell. We had to sit there. Um, and this is you know it's an hour and a half drive. I'm plastered trying to like keep it together for this guy's <laughs> parent, Like this nice dad who's dishing us up salmon steaks.
0: <laughs> trying to figure out which fork to use. It was like <laughs> yeah, it was tr- and the whole drive yeah. down you're trying to get your beer pong technique
2: down and you're like, oh
0: <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bring it, a was,
2: p- it was a fucking like nice house and yeah, they lit they put on this beautiful spread. We sat there, ate ate, ate the food, sort of made polite drunken conversation for an hour. <laughs> jump back in the car my mate drove us straight back home we're like we can still make it for new, like the countdown to canberra <laughs> like to see the fireworks oh, <laughs> it's just the shittest news ever. <laughs> that <dude>. that's incredible
1: browley <laughs> browley is the hot spot browley tomican for canberrans and uh house parties i um had a, a, a cd stolen by a canberra guy at a browleigh house party it was my jagged edge where the party at single cd classic it was hot at the time and that song was just yeah and we played it a few times and then i went to get it and noticed it was gone and then we saw a guy walking down the stairs holding his front of his jumper and he had about seven or eight cds in there jesus
2: (laughs) what the fuck with that's
1: pushed him off a
0: cliff we did yeah yeah. ran into him with a car we we went to a house party once and there was this huge like cluedo moment where someone noticed the dvd player was missing (laughs) and then it was like well who took the dvd player (laughs) because no one had left the party you know and so it was this whole thing about where did it go some guy had left and we rang him and then one of my mates is just very keen observer just looked was just looking at someone who was looking a bit sheepish and went up to him was like hey Ben can I check can I look in your bag and this Ben guy's like sure Opened up the backpack DVD player sitting right there. <laughs> Ben's like, "I don't know anything about that." And we're like, "Oh sure, Ben, that's great." You know, it's twenty minutes later, he's like, oh, "I gotta go." Actually, but, uh it was, it was just like this huge fucking hour and a half of the party. I don't know. You know how you know DVD
2: swing. players move around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. could just end up anywhere. Slip around. You know. Amount of times so I've shaken a DVD player out of my shoe walking out of a party. <laughs>
0: I've never, I've never had a like. I didn't ever have a house party of mine because of stuff like things like that would just happen. You're like, fuck. I'd just someone's gonna steal something someone's gonna i'd have mates over but not like just a you know more than direct more than seven people over at once because it was just <laughs> mm. there was always a story of someone, place getting fucking trashed or shit getting stolen i don't know who would put yourself up to that stuff i don't know if it's like that down in batemans bay but certainly yeah. was where i was from
1: the, the the worst thing i don't know if it was a Country town, what it was, but there was always fights. That was the thing that was the that annoyed me the most. Yeah, when part mm. any sort of party, there's always someone getting into a stink. They just that area just loves it. There's just um, yeah. Thankfully, it's not in my uh, my dad's a bit of a psycho, but mum's very calm. I got my mum's calmness thankfully like, because just I got was hit. It, um, I, got, I got hit in the head with a, cru- a full pink cruiser bottle once. It wasn't even meant for me. Like just because I'm tall, sticking out above everyone on the ground. So, was it? Coffee. Is it?
0: Is it like two mates having a blue, or is it like the cross town rivalry? It's fight? Always
1: cross town. Yeah, there's like surfers have rivalries from that surf at different beaches and schools. There's a cut. There's like a Maria kids would come down, or there'd be always be some sort of mm. beef going on.
2: I had that so my two cousins who were closest in age to me were like who I'd go to hang out with and then there were some younger ones but those two were like just fucking menaces like psycho (laughs) and they'd always be like wherever we went Something's gonna kick off and I would be just yeah. down there visiting my cousins, just like, hey God, can we go skate at the skate park? That'll be fun. Mm. And then we get down there and someone's like, Oh, fuck this guy. And then it kicks off and it's this big brawl. <laughs> and I'm tiny. I was like, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't know any <laughs> of you guys. i got no beef. So yeah, yeah, fucking, no cruisers are hitting to- you in the head, Drew, <laughs> they're <laughs> <all right. laughs> oh way over top. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, you're so right, and it's that classic outside like the the no you know locals only mentality yes, of the south yeah. coast it's so yeah. prevalent down there I, yeah and yeah sorry the
1: um the pub used to do the worst thing they didn't want to pay for security guards after midnight so they'd call last drinks at 11:30 and then just send 400 people out onto the main street of the town mm. and it was just the amount of people that got king hit or you know it, it was just crazy like i had friends that have like three or four mates that I'm still good friends with that have fake teeth. Their two front teeth are faked from just Fucking the Bayview, up. like the front of the Bayview. Like, <laughs> just always ended. It was a stupid, everybody's razzed up and full of piss and yeah, yeah let's that's chuck the them all out on the
0: street. I think I've told this on the poll before, but like what I went to a house party once with a girl, it was her party and it was heaving at like nine thirty. And at 9.45, she fell down the stairs and cracked her head open. Oh, shit. And um, well, we didn't know she cracked down. She just literally was like, fell down. We just I saw her just like, ooh, bonk. And then her parents were there. So it was heaving, but it wasn't out of control. And then her dad's like, oh, she's really injured. I've got to take her to the hospital. And he's just on executive decision, everyone out. Like I'm leaving, <laughs> she's leaving. I'm not leaving the, all these people here with just my wife everyone get out so everyone flooded into this cul-de-sac and then it was just a riot it was just like (laughs) like an actual riot it was just a fight in you know just like 500 angry drunk annoyed kids violent and yeah just the worst slip of the fucking of a shoe ever like there's so many fights cops turned up every neighbor was fucked for ages (laughs) <laughs> oh
2: man. I had, I had another thing because I texted Danny as well before this like what do you do you have any memories of Bateman's Bay or like South Coast area that you want to bring up. And he reminded me of this story that is just the weirdest like optical illusion that's fucking ever happened to me. And we were down the coast for some reason and we were staying in a in a I think a caravan park's I, th- I think in Bateman's Bay. It was somewhere in that area. And we were down there for whatever reason. And it's just me, and my mom, my sister, and my brother. And we on the first night, me and Danny were up watching the footy and we're having some beers and he went out for a cigarette. And uh, and I'm sitting there and I'd get a text message from him saying, come outside now. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And I've gone out and he's kind of playing it cool just out front of the cabin, having a cigarette. And I think he'd just recently he'd been broken up with and he's he just, goes look behind me are those two chicks like are they they're staring pretty like weird at us and i look over and there's two like gorgeous women are stare like just weirdly staring like not moving staring and i'm like fucking hell they're they are into you pan <laughs> 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 I think they, uh, and i'm trying to wing him. i'm trying to <laughs> g him up to go talk to him and he and he's gone I've, sw- I've been out here for five minutes and they have not taken their eyes off me and I was like, "You got to go talk to him." Like, "Oh, you go ahead. I'll come up and I'll wingman you." And he takes off, and so he's probably three or four steps in front of me, and I just see him, like, step, 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 turn, like, bent over, turn, and he's dying laughing. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I still, I can still see the the women, and he starts like just burst out laughing. And I was like, "What the fuck? What are you laughing at?" And he goes. Walked walked three steps closer and have a look. And I take three steps. I swear to God, two beautiful women staring at me turns into what it actually was which was just an old fence post. <laughs> it was like an old fence. <laughs> <laughs> and for like the lighting hitting it from this angle, from the front of our cabin, it was the weirdest shit. We're trying to take photos of it. Like, how the fuck? How horny are you two cunts at that point? <laughs> <laughs> you're even gonna get yeah, like a on the Like a
0: cartoon or something. <laughs> fucking splinters out of his dick the next day. <laughs> I just imagine you two just sitting there like, man, we're pretty fucking cool. Look at these two <laughs> chicks. They're I exactly like that and Drew saw that moment And yeah. just saw the fence post And his two sons He would have just <laughs> Me and Drew for the first
3: time When he visits Sydney and he's like Yeah I got girlfriend Hannah She's pretty hot Shows a photo And it's just a beautiful White picket fence <laughs> <laughs> like, True Man the legs go <laughs> yeah. all the way up there Do they
4: baby? <laughs> oh, is that colour What's going
1: on? <laughs> I went to school With several uh, fence posts Down that line. <laughs> <way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: laughs> a couple of ten out of ten A couple of of ten out of ten <laughs> There we go I can't believe you both Thought it It's like Because That's why it's so insane When you guys talked
3: about it Did Like Were you seeing the same woman Like Were you like There was a blonde And a
2: brunette Or whatever (laughs) They were both blonde Two blonde women It was (laughs) Fucking insane.
0: Classic cream that was the colourful. <laughs> I work, used to work at a sheet metal factory. So I know the colourful colours. But anyway. uh. um,
2: we, we, we have a couple of uh, questions we yeah. like to ask people to wrap it up. Yeah. So Kirk, do you want to take it away? Sure thing. So the first one, Dan, is if
3: someone says, hey, I'm coming down to Bateman's Bay for a day, 24 <laughs> hours, and I need an itinerary, what's something I do morning, afternoon, and night? What do you tell them to do? Oh,
1: good. Good question. So morning, I would say... Go down to Denham's Beach for a morning swim. Denham's Beach is just maybe four, eight or nine minutes from the main town. Uh, I'd head there for a swim. Uh, lunch, I would. Am I taking them around, or are they just? Am I just telling them what to do? Oh, either,
0: oh, either. Either, either you can enjoy it yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then I'd take them to from the beach. We'd go to Bernie's Fish and Chips at Badehaven. Yeah. And we'd uh, get. Um, A nice feed of fish and chips, obviously. (laughs) 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 We get a salad Um, and a Coke Zero. (laughs) Yeah. In in the afternoon, we might go for a little walk through the mall, the the Stockton. I can't remember what it's called now. Maybe Stockton Mall or whatever it is. Get a donut, perhaps. Uh, Maybe go catch a movie at Bay City Cinemas in the afternoon. Like a little, Uh,
0: like old sort of style cinema place, or it's it's not
1: too bad. Two little cinemas in there. Yeah, Yeah, it does the trick. And then we'd walk. Uh, back over to the RSL. Yeah. And we'd have a nice six o'clock meal at the RSL and then just get blind drunk at the RSL. <laughs> Razzle, there you go. <laughs> and have, yeah. And because that's often the place you start on your night out. I probably wouldn't bother go. maybe go to the pub for one, but I'd just start the RSL. Saturday night, they have um, just old fellas and old ladies just playing music and dancing, just have a dance there on the dance floor with all the old ducks. and Beautiful. That's, I'll tell you what, that is a ripper day in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of the better me, ones honestly. we've had on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then Beautiful. probably just go and make out with a post once it's night. <laughs> <laughs> put, the, put the lip balm on and go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
3: and James, the last question. And the last one is, Dan, you've achieved everything you've ever wanted to from comedy. You've ascended to brilliant new heights. When all is said and done, do you move back to Bateman's Bay to settle down?
1: I probably wouldn't to be honest um, and that's, that's only because I've really settled in Melbourne now Yep. Uh, but I would definitely if I was able to have a successful career and make enough money I'd definitely have a place there for sure yeah. uh, Absolutely. That, that all the yeah. family could still Next go on yeah. holiday.
2: You need to, well, you need to n- go n- home and get a nostalgic punch in the back of the head every <laughs> now and then yeah. Yeah. Have, have some, your Raiders have mate steal your clothes
0: pegs <laughs> from your holiday <laughs> home whatever the
2: fuck <laughs> uh. But So it's not a bad
0: place to retire if that was, or at least a visit in in your retirement. Oh, i
1: definitely try and get there a couple of times a year. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Look, beautiful I wouldn't rule it out moving back there, but um, I reckon by the time I'm retirement age, there won't be many people in my family still there. It's kind of just uncles and aunties and mum and dad and my grandparents. Yeah, and A lot yeah, of right. my mates have shifted on as well, so. Yeah, mm. right. Okay. So, All Dan, right.
0: what do you got to plug, mate? What's going on with you? You guys are in lockdown as well, I suppose. So, is much yeah. happening?
1: Um, not really. I would like to plug. I'm doing a Tuesday night open mic Zoom show just so we can get some new material worked up before Christmas. Uh, that's called First Dose. It's on Tuesday nights. You can get tickets at my website, danielconnell.com.au um, and just get yeah. up on Instagram.
2: We've had some um, sick guests on it. You've had Heggy do a spot down there doing new. That's. He did it the other that's night, yeah. That's with the admission alone. Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: it's funny because he um, he has his podcast set up, so he did the gig with his, like, John Law's radio mic <laughs> out, like, the arm mm. on the thing. <laughs> then he had his glasses on because he had his laptop off the screen and he had to read. So he's, like, reading and then delivering his game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there no, that's that's worth, worth the price of I don't, need like. I don't even <laughs> yeah. need the
0: sound on. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. awesome. So what was that you, called? That doing was that your... comedy now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was on your website. Daniel yeah, Holland. it's called Com.
1: First First Dose. It's on every Tuesday night at 8:30 on Zoom. 8 buck tickets. Um different awesome. lineup every week. Got um, amongst
0: that, everybody. Yeah, check it out. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And, and all our fans and everything, again, rate, review us, listen, do all that good stuff. We're on Insta, YouTube. What else,
2: James? We, we got him? a new review today that specifically mentioned that they love Jamie and he's yeah. been beaming all day. <laughs> yeah, so you go you go. Make And I did not disc- write it. <laughs> Contrary yeah. to what's happened in our group you chat all day, I just this want to beautiful. let you guys know. I, I'm pretty sure you were
3: joking with me, but uh, I did <laughs> not. <right? laughs>
2: yeah, just um, share it around, subscribe, like, follow us on Instagram. Um, check out our full
1: videos on it. YouTube. Yeah, check you us out on YouTube. If you have any suggestions well. for us, awesome. get in
3: touch in our DMs. Dan, thank you so much for Thanks doing so this. much. This man. A great Dan, fun. No worries. Awesome.
1: Oh, absolute pleasure talking about Paradise and everybody (laughs) get to Bateman's Bay at some point. Yeah, Yeah. it is a beautiful
2: town.
3: Let's get down. Thanks, everybody. See you later.